Vaughn and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. What is going on? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> What's on your mind? Oh, lucky luck. I don't believe in it. Well, you would stand in gross opposition to the majority of Americans, 72% of which have a good luck charm of some kind. Wait, what What percentage? 72. Well, I, I mean, I have lots of stuff on me, but it's not for luck. It's just like, it makes me feel good. It's a touchstone. And com- I a completely understand touchstones for sure, but this is actually good luck charms. I think it's ridiculous. <sighs> Why? Isn't that so the opposite of me? Like you would think I'm such a hippie person or so woo-woo. But I don't believe in luck. I believe in manifestation. Interesting. Yes. And that is one way of thinking about it. But I don't think there's some force I'm beholden to that I have no control over that is just like, oh, they're lucky. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh my God. I sound so conservative. Oh my goodness. All but right, anyways, go what is let's it? start with. <clears throat> Not the etymology, because I'm not going to do the etymology. Totally, like, but let's go down. Let's run down the definition. Okay. Definition is a force that brings good fortune or adversity because there is bad luck or the events or circumstances that operate for or against an individual. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So just just going to define it. Don't believe in it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. So... As it turns out, there's a number of people who've studied luck, not just gamblers. There's a guy, Stephen Mark, he's a British mathematician. He found that people who view themselves as lucky tend to behave very differently from those who see their lives as unlucky or plagued by bad luck. Lucky people regularly change up their routine, vary their environment, and mix with a lot of different people. That's me. He determined that's you too. That this attitude, this positive, <laughs> let's get some attitude, results in new experiences, and you have the enthusiasm to take advantage of them. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't say lucky. Yeah, I, I feel like that's how I live. And when we met, I was way overboard with that, and you were more like, nope. I'm not moving. I don't like moving. I don't like change. I'm like, come on. I've done enough changing. That's because I forced us to go from here to there. And like, <laughs> Willy nilly. Totally. Like, guys, we never take a vacation. We just move because, you know, all our money is spent on moving. Oh, wait a second. But but we might theoretically be taking a vacation soon. Is, is this just a preclude to our next move? That's just it. I was talking to a fellow podcaster <laughs> and he's like... What can I help you with? I'm like, nothing. What can I help you with? He's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, done. He's like, well, I have something to help you with. He said, what I've noticed about you is you really need a vacation. It's not healthy. It's not okay to live like that. It's very important. You have to figure it out. And But yet I'm also the one who says, especially in the American culture, 
we can't take vacations. People are afraid to lose their jobs if they take a vacation. I don't know what the percentage is, but I overheard it a few days ago even. But I've been saying this for years. We don't do that kind of stuff. But we're talking about luck. I'm sorry. Wow. I went off on a tangent. Well, you said vacation and it triggered me. Because, you know... Truth oh, be point. told, yeah, we are planning on taking point. a vacation, but but yes. secretly I'm like, I'm just not going to, because I'm the one who has to do everything. <laughs> so I'm like, if you've noticed, I haven't said or done anything because I don't want to go. <gasps> it's too much work for me. For a mom, it's not a vacation. It's exhausting. Anyways, back to luck. Okay, bye. So there's this other guy, Richard Wiseman. He's been on PBS. He's been talking about this. He wrote a whole book on luck. A whole book, which doesn't really mean anything. It could be the size of a pamphlet and still called a book. I seem to be reading a fair number of those lately. Everybody and their dog writes books now. And and in point of fact, what I've been reading a lot of lately are these kind of expanded TEDx books. Uh Quick reads, good reads. But anyways, that's beside the point. So Wiseman... Totally different guy. This is no longer, we're no longer dealing with this other British guy, British academic guy. This is now, we're starting to get more into the psychology. But he figured and measured and tested that lucky people, people who consider themselves lucky, are more likely to be extroverted and they do a lot of stuff. And because you do a lot of stuff, you have a greater potential for good stuff to happen. Well, yeah. So imagine you enter into like, we did this recently, our library. You show up, you get a ticket, you put the ticket in a thing and you might win a prize, right? We did the heck out of that. It's almost like the great Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. See, I look at all this as intention. Makes me want to really look into it. Because folks, truth be told, I didn't, I didn't plan the podcast today. Matt did. So I don't have etymology. <laughs> Which is why we're going all over the place. I have nothing. But I just forgot what I was going to say. What was I <laughs> you want to look into this I look as into far as the manifesting etymology. versus. Yeah, because I think it's about intention. If I focus just right enough, if I know what the feeling is like that I get, when I can conjure something up, it's about reaccessing that kind of precise feeling, like tuning something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, there it is. Let me tune into that. And then pow or a poof or voila, you have what you wanted. It's not luck. I think it's about feeling your way towards what you want. And, and if you keep thinking negatively, mm-hmm. then you would consider that bad luck because bad stuff shows up. I don't think it's something outside of you. I think it's something like alchemy that you are a part of, that you are working with. And if you're not conscious, then you can say, oh, God, it's luck, you know? I get it. Am I screwing up your No, 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 it's totally fine. I think that people who believe they're lucky or optimists literally forget all the bad stuff that happens because there's so much going on and they strictly focus on the positives not strictly, but they dismiss mm-hmm. anything that happens that's off kilter. Mm-hmm. And thus, it starts tying us into, quote unquote, resilience. Starts tying us into just, uh, yeah, creating more. Because if you walk into a situation expecting the best and you manifest, 
you're going to manifest something good always. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one of those things. And so if you deal with people who think they're basically optimists or basically pessimists, and this is really mm, un almost uncomfortable, but he was studying this and studying how that affects luck. But like if you ask a room full of people, okay, imagine you, um, you know, you were, oh God, I almost hate to say this because yeah, but imagine somebody shot you but you survived. Lucky people would say, we didn't get killed, woot woot, score, win. Unlucky people would say, we got shot and we're victims. It's all about how you see the same event. Uh, famous stories about somebody thinks action A is good luck and it turns out it isn't and then it is and then it isn't and then it, and then it is. Classic story, um, God, oh, let's see if I can even remember it. Oh, dear. But um, what is it? Guy gets horse, lucky. Horse bucks, or horse bucks his son. Oh, no, this is And breaks the, his leg. This unlucky. Is, Army right. comes by to draft, doesn't take him. Lucky. We did a whole show on this. Matt. I know, I know. But this is like bringing people who haven't heard that show up to speed. Well, then if you're going to say it, say it properly. Let's start from the beginning. Let's okay, say the whole story. Well, I always screw things up. But basically, there's a farmer. And it's interesting because different cultures, I think, have the same story. So it's either a farmer or somebody else. But basically, there's a farmer who has, what, does he get a horse? I don't know. How, I forgot how it starts. Once again, I'm sorry, I didn't prepare. We just were, I'm totally winging it today. And so, so one, one person comes over and they're like, hey, aren't you lucky? He's like, we'll see, right? And then his son, oh man, can you just look up the story? Anyway, stuff happens. His son breaks his leg and then his neighbors come and they're like, oh no, that's terrible luck. Oh no, he's like, we'll see. I don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. We'll see. And then the army comes and they're taking all the sons to join the army to go fight. They don't take his son. They're like, oh, you're so lucky. He's like, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm totally screwing up the story. I found the story. Okay. Tell oh, I the found story. a version. A farmer and his son had a horse who helped the family earn a living. One day the horse ran away and the neighbors exclaimed, your horse ran away, what terrible luck. The farmer replied, maybe so, maybe not, we'll see. A few days later, the horse returned home, leading a few wild mares back to the farm as well. The neighbors shout out, wow, your horse came back and brought other horses with it, what great luck. And the farmer said, maybe so, maybe not, we'll see. The farmer's son was attempting to tame the horses, one of the new horses, and it threw him to the ground and broke his leg. And the villager said, your son broke his leg, what bad luck. And the farmer said, maybe not, we'll see. A few weeks later, the army marched through town recruiting all able-bodied boys for the army. They didn't take the father's son who was recovering from his injury. And everybody shouted, what good luck. And the farmer said, maybe so, maybe not, we'll see. Is that the end of the That's story? That's the end of the story. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, you don't know. You, you don't know. But if you are constantly seeing things in the most positive light, you're going to carry... Or just being neutral. You're going to carry... 
No, in the positive light, you're going to keep carrying good stuff forward. It's going to help you with manifesting because you're getting positive feedback. There's a whole feedback loop involved. But wasn't the farmer neutral? Because when they're like, oh, lucky, he's not like, yeah, I'm lucky, yay, woohoo, wee, woohoo. He's like, whatever. Because it's a Chinese proverb about farmers. So? If there's too much, if there's too much rain, it's bad. If there's not enough rain, well, that's what I was going to say. Bad. If <laughs> there's, if the crops come in huge, that's bad. If the crops don't come in at all, that's bad. Farmers traditionally, at least in a Chinese mythology kind of a, a folklore kind of a place, never see any good luck because the gods punish good luck. See, I think of it differently because I used to go to acupuncturists, like masters from mm -hmm. China, mm -hmm. acupuncturists. And it was in my early 20s and I had a lot more energy and I was like, woohoo! <laughs> so I, I was either woohoo or I was like, oh man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, Fawn, you need to be even killed, you know, like you need to be here in the middle. You can't be up high. You can't be down low. Our goal is to live life here. Right. Right. Don't get too excited. Don't get too Not depressed. Not the dizzying highs or the so, lowy lows, but, but the creamy middles. So I don't think it's just a farmer thing. I think it's a health thing. I think it's a mindset thing is to, I mean, in martial arts too, if you get overly excited, you're going to lose. Right. So be even killed. Don't be affected by everything that comes to you. But if just, you, but again, if you expect good things to happen, mm -hmm. then good things will happen. So if you're in the midst, if you're sparring and you're like, they're going to leave themselves open soon, eventually perhaps they will. Right. Again, what does that have to do with luck? Because that to me is about focus. Well, in point of fact, there's, there's four things. There's many things you can do to try to improve your luck. Obviously you can get yourself a lucky totem, but no. What are the practical steps you can do to increase your luck? One, two, three, four. What? Say, why not me? That's so funny. That's when, funny. You said that before. When misfortune comes, embrace failure as a life lesson and how you're going to grow, how you're going to turn around from it. You get knocked down three times, you get up four times. It's that whole trying to bring that around. And not taking it personally. I remember when someone broke into my car, another acupuncturist was like... Broke in your car? No. <laughs> they were actually over at my studio. And I was crying. I was like, oh, man. You know, look at that. And, and she's like, wow, Fawn, you're really taking it personally, this whole car breaking thing. Like, they broke into your car. Mm -hmm. I'm like... Uh, yeah, it's per they broke into my car. It's my car. They broke into my, they took my stuff. Right. And she started laughing. She's like, you're taking it so personally. It's something that happened. Why are you taking it so personally? And I was still so pissed off. And like, she annoyed me, mm -hmm. but that stayed with me. I'm like, e I understand what she was saying, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing to practice. It's like, don't take it personally. Don't take anything personally. When friends say some messed up, if anyone says any messed up stuff to you, if you don't take it personally, you can move on. Right. right. Because chances are whatever's being flung at you, yeah, you may be attracting it or you may have the same kind of vibration as it. You attracted it maybe. 
Or maybe it's just, you know, you're in a storm of life and you're walking through where there's a kind of a, a hurricane of some kind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're walking through life. You can't take every blow personally. But I that's not, I mean, I have a hard time with that. I, I know. I think, I I think we all do. I take everything personally. I think, I think we all do, but oh, just. I'll see a commercial and I'll get pissed off and. I see a commercial and I get offended, you know, like I take it personally. So I, I'm, I know I'm, it sounds like I'm preaching, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I so, okay. So one was what again? Say, why not me? Instead of saying, why me? Ugh, I don't like that. I okay. know. Uh, number two, interestingly enough, welcome to friendship. Expand your social circle. That Thinking makes you differently. Makes you more optimistic. Make more optimism makes you more lucky. Okay, not to sound terrible. Yes, this can be misconstrued. But when you have friends, you're more successful. Yes, exactly. Because you don't feel the pressure of the world on you. You're alone. You have to walk up this humongous mountain by yourself. Hence the broaden your social you're circle stronger. to be more lucky. No, I'm just explaining it. I'm like I'm saying I understand. Okay. But I don't want it to be misconstrued as those people who use people to get advances in life. I'm mm. not saying that because mm-hmm. we're against that kind of friendship. Right. So what I'm saying is when you have a community, you are more powerful because energetically you feel uplifted. And there you go. Number three, say yes more often. Period. That's it. Positive. Positivity breeds positivity. So... Change. Change is good. There are people out there who, successful people, shockingly, but no, especially in this era now where everybody's kind of working wherever it is they're working from, but they'll work from different places. They'll say yes. They'll change their scenery. They'll do the whole thing. Change is good. Change is good for firing new neurons. They're saying things like, you shouldn't always take the same route to work. It's just about exposing yourself, leaving yourself open to new experiences, to, to different things. I think when you're in a rut, when, you're, when you do the same thing all the time, nothing's going to change. So nothing can get better. You're affording the universe the opportunity to make things better. And you can help manifest that. Agreed. And the last, to quote an REM song, why not smile? Smile. Well, we know smiling creates chemicals in your body. Smiling creates chemicals. Smiling also creates connection. But once again, I've talked about this so many times on our podcast. I'm going to repeat it again. Please don't just stretch open your lips. And show your teeth. It is so scary. And like I said before, I first noticed it many decades ago. But (laughs) when people smile for a portrait or I've seen portraits of people like in advertising, you see it in a lot of real estate photos or political photos of people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, those portraits, they're just showing you their teeth. If you look at their eyes, it's scary, especially in contrast with the shape of their mouth, because it's not a genuine smile. They think if I just stretch it open, that that's a smile. And for me, because I'm trained in that, that's my whole... It's been my livelihood my entire life almost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, I'm terrified by that person. <laughs> like, I don't trust that person. Right. That person is angry. Because to smile like that mm-hmm. shows me they're not happy. 
but they'll put on a face for you, which to me is a lie. Right. So I'm like, whoa, it's very scary. But to actually have yourself feel a feeling that makes you melt a little bit, if you can't think of anything, maybe you can think of anything that makes your heart feel softer, like a baby squirrel, a puppy, or whatever makes you happy. Maybe you want to be by yourself on some island sitting on a ton of cash. But Hell. think of that and then look in the camera. Right. Because it'll automatically, even if you're not smiling, stretching your lips mm -hmm. open like that, you are smiling because your spirit is excited. But yeah, but smiling. And I think even if you're not stretching your lips, but if you're feeling that, it creates the same chemical. It does. It of, does. Of, because the eyes can right. be so expressive, period. Okay. So to circle back, number one, say why not me instead of why me. Number two... Broaden your social circle, reach out to people maybe you don't know and try and connect. Say yes more often, again, connection and optimism. And last but not least is smile. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Ew. You're going to end it like that? Mm, yes. What? We're not teachers. No. Sheesh. Can you think of instances where you have a good example by personal experience with luck? I've been lucky a number of times. Yes, you have. I have. Recall something. Fish it out. Fair enough. Easy peasy. So a long time ago, I was going to a concert. And I was going with my buddy Vince. This was back in like high school. We were excited. We parked forever away from the place because we didn't want to pay for parking. We were walking in and... Somebody gave us 19th row tickets just over by the side of the road. That was good luck. Thank you. And then we repaid the karma because we gave our tickets on to two other people who didn't even have tickets. I was on a road in Wisconsin. It was winter. I was young. I worked for a corporation. I was an executive. So I was always rushing, trying to do something. Mm -hmm. But I was in the back roads in Wisconsin. I stopped at a stop sign. The roads were very cold and icy. I had a little Toyota. In most parts of the United States, unless you're in LA or something, or Seattle or San Francisco, their highways are basically just two-lane high. It's a two-lane road. Right. And it's very fast, and that's where all the big rigs, uh, like everybody drives on it very fast. The stop sign I stopped at was to turn right onto this fast-moving road. I saw a semi-truck coming my way, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, I'm in a hurry. I'm just going to quickly dart in front of him so I'm not driving behind him. Right. He seemed, in my youthful, inexperienced, fun, back then mode, I didn't have enough experience, but I thought, especially because I didn't, you know, I'm from California, mm -hmm. I didn't understand Wisconsin weather. I thought I could just quickly step on the gas and yep. turn right in front of this thing. And right when I did, everything in my car froze. The The battery, the radio, the lights, it's like everything went black. And my car should have skidded because it was, it was kind of cold and icy. Not kind of cold. It was freezing. <laughs> it was Wisconsin. So, and I was already rolling, but the car came to a halt. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. It was like a, an invisible giant just held the car. And right at that precise second, the semi went, whoo, I would have hit it. I would have been crushed. Lucky? Yeah. 
Okay, I'll say it. I do believe in luck. I guess okay, that was lucky. Then. But I don't know. I, I think it's angelic interference, you know? Mm-hmm. And actually, now that I think about it, I've got a more, I think, salient example. So I was working at a job and I had to figure out how to make something happen that I had no idea that had terrible documentation. It was a programming task, yada, yada, yada. As it turns out, we had a crew over in Eastern Europe and I was talking with these people from Eastern Europe, just saying, just almost shooting the breeze, but just asking for a little help with a different project that we were working on. And I happened to slide in that I was trying to figure out how to make this work. And the woman on the other end of the phone laughed. They'd already done it. They gave me their code. Hmm. Done. Lucky. And nobody was happier than our VP of development when I told him that I got this code from Eastern Europe because that's one of their biggest issues was cross-communication because so many people look across the aisle and very suspect or just no communication. If it's not invented here, then it's no good. Well, no. But anyways, so that was very lucky for me because I had no idea what I was going to do if I hadn't lucked into that. I have another example. Of course you It do. happened to the both of us. Row, row. All right. We were living on Bainbridge Island. Oh. We were broke. We owned a house. <laughs> well, if we were living on Bainbridge Island, we were broke. <laughs> it, was a, it was a hard time, guys. It was a hard time. Elle, our first, was born and we almost died. She almost died. I almost died. And then right when we came home from the hospital two weeks later, because we were in NICU and everything, your boss decided to slash your salary in half. And then I wasn't working because I had just given birth. It was a scary time. We had no family, right. no friends, like nobody. Right. right. We had no friends close. Yes. So remember we were walking along the road, the beach. It was like the road and then the water was right mm-hmm. there. We would get together $3 and go get lottery tickets. Hell. Because we were like, we're going to win the lottery. It would solve everything. <laughs> it would. And so it was our thing to do on Friday nights. So we took a walk. Remember, it was really windy that day. And so here we were with the strollers, the baby Bjorn and the stroller, because both of them were born by then. They were very little. Anyway, so we go to the Bay and Feed. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I do. Anyway, we we got... Where would we get our lottery tickets back then? We got it from them? There was a liquor store across the street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The liquor store they that had the weird donuts. Chocolate donuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we had... We got, I think, three tickets. And I was holding them. Or you were holding them. I don't know what happened. We have kids. We have the baby Bjorn. We have the stroller. stroller. You know... Babies are screaming, crying, like there's a lot happening. But it was super windy and we're walking home and we're right by the water. So where we were, there's a very thin road. It's one lane, but then two cars go back and forth in both directions. And then there's the sound. What was it called? There was the bay right there. No, no, no. It's called the something sound. Puget Sound. Puget Sound. You could see Seattle. It was very choppy, extremely windy, like I said. We got home. And we're like, whoa, wait a minute. Where are the tickets? Dun, dun, dun. Where are the tickets? I'm like, come on, we got to go find it. So we, and it was a big deal with kids to like get back out there. Right. Right. It was a lot of stuff. We start walking and we tracing our steps. And I knew 
we were going to find those tickets again. I just knew it. I, I was calling it in and we're walking and we're halfway in between the store and our house by the beach. It was like super windy. Like I said, still super windy, but our tickets were still on the ground. They were flapping in the wind. This has happened to me twice in my life. It looked like an invisible finger was on these tickets. They were flapping except for the middle part. I'm like, oh my God, there they are. So we picked up the tickets. I'm like, I bet you were going to win the lottery tonight because that's amazing. That's a miracle. That was lucky. It was. We didn't win though. No. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know. Is it luck? I don't know. Now, Now that I'm really thinking about it. Lord have mercy. But I'm like, you know, we're going to find it. Manifest the good. Call it luck. Don't call it luck. But manifest the good. Anyway, I can come up with a lot of examples. Think about you. What lucky thing, what miraculous lucky thing have you experienced? Let us know, please. Okay, we're going to close the show off now. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Be well. Bye. Talk to you in a few days. Don't forget, tell us about your lucky experiences. <laughs>